Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. Um, so today I want to share with you different ways that I use mantras and integrate mantras into my life. Um, the other day I was on Twitter and this girl was talking about how um, she doesn't know how to make mantras work for her. She doesn't know how to use them. They don't work for her or whatever. And I was like, they work if you work them. Side note, I know that that is an AA um, phrase, but I literally like am obsessed with that phrase ever since I watched the movie 13 as a child. And I had no idea that was what they were talking about until I watched this Denzel Washington movie, I think, where they said that. And I was like, oh. But it's true. Um, they work if you work them, which is like true for anything, especially anything spiritual. So um, I listed some ways that she could make them work for her. But then I was like, oh, you know, um, you know, some people are heavily dominant in certain zodiac signs or certain elements that comes through their natal chart. Like I am water and fire dominant and I also have an air rising sign. Some people are earth dominant, some people are air dominant, some people are fire dominant, so on and so forth. So, um, if you know your natal chart, which is super important and super powerful for you to have so that you can like find things out about yourself or validate things about yourself that you already knew, then you can use this, um, to figure out the best way to implement mantras for yourself. So I'm going to split this up into four categories. I have earth water, air, and fire. And these are just some of the ways that I personally use mantras. Um, I listed pretty much all the ways that I I do them. I haven't kept anything a secret. Um, But if you have your own ways, you can always respond to this podcast with a voice memo if you're using the Anchor app. Or you can hit me up on any of my social media. I'm High Priestess J on Instagram and Twitter with two H's at the end of the high. And then you can find me on um, Facebook slash High Priestess J or on my website, highpriestessj.guru. And so let's jump into it. Water element. So my way to use mantras in the water element is, um, Oh, I just came up with a couple different ideas, actually. So here's what I wrote down. To infuse your water with petitions. This is super easy. Um, you can do it multiple ways. So basically, you'll just get a glass jar, like a mason jar, and you will write your mantra down, and you will put the jar on top of the mantra, and you'll let it sit there for however long you feel it needs to be, You could even tape the mantra to the bottom of the jar, or you could tape it to the top of the jar of water and keep it there and drink that water throughout the day. 
and if you fix the mantra to the bottom of the jar in a way that you can see the words when you look at the bottom of the jar, I feel like that's even better um, of a way to charge your water with the mantra. Alternatively, you can put your water, um, and we're working with like clean spring water. We're not working with tap water because tap water um, has like bromium and chlorine and other chemicals in it that kind of like calcify. So you want to work with clean spring water. Um, what you'll do is you'll fill your vessel with water. You'll hold the vessel in your two hands and you will speak into the water. So you will speak your mantras into the water. Um, those are really quick and simple and easy. Excuse me. Um, the next ways that I just came up with or that I just thought of because there's no new ideas under the sun, right? Is if you live near a body of water, going to that body of water and releasing your mantras into the water. So again, taking a little piece of paper, writing your mantra on that paper and releasing it into the water. Of course, you want to use an eco-friendly piece of paper, something recycled. Even a brown paper bag would be really good for that. Um, I don't want you guys littering or to sound like I promote littering because I don't. <laughs> or I feel as though it's really beneficial to go to the beach, especially the Atlantic Ocean. But going to the beach and just sitting on the beach and finding a quiet space to... Um, read or recite your mantras is really really healing and cathartic and I feel like the beach it like the ocean water is very loving and has a really good energy and if you just stick your feet you know into the water and go over your mantras in your mind or verbally I feel like that will also help supercharge your mantras so the first element that I have is earth. And for the earth element, the number one way that I work with mantras in the earth element is by writing them down. So just having a physical, tangible version of your mantra with you is super duper helpful. And so you can expand that by writing them on sticky notes. Excuse me which I love doing and you can post them all over the place if you ever seen um, Being Mary Jane which is a show I'm watching right now she has quotes on sticky notes all over the place and so you can use that to implement your mantras put them on mirrors put them on your headboard put them on walls put them in your car put them in places where you will see them often um, because that also Seeing them physically helps ingrain them into your subconscious, which relates to the air element. Um, another way that you can infuse the earth element is by burying your mantras. So there is this new type of paper that I found, and it is paper with seedlings in it, and you can write notes on the paper and then bury the paper and it 
will grow flowers or grow herbs or whatever. You could even um, bury just regular paper in the ground. Just make sure it's like recyclable. It's not like plastic-based paper or paper with plastic in it. Um, you can also put the um, like if you write your mantra out and cut it out into a thin strip and ball it up so it's like a seed. Ooh, this is great to do like on a new moon too. Um, you can put it in a plant pot. So if you have indoor plants, you can like dig a little hole inside the plant pot and bury your mantra in there and cover it back up with the dirt. Um, that wasn't even on my list, but I just remembered that. Another thing that I love, 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 love doing is writing my mantras on my mirrors and on my windows with dry erase markers. So this is one of my favorite things to do because I like to be in the mirror. <laughs> I like to do my makeup and my skincare and all that stuff in the morning in front of my big ass mirror. And I like having mirrors all around my house for just beauty and feng shui reasons. So I might write a mantra on my mirror. My mirror at home, I have like a long mantra running across the top and then I'm currently on travel for work, so I have like four mantras at the top of my mirror in the bathroom. And ironically enough, they are Y mantras, um, which I talked about in the previous podcast. So those are really great because again, you are writing them and then you're seeing them hopefully over and over and over again throughout the day so they're getting ingrained in your subconscious. You can see them all the time. You um, are seeing them even when you're not focusing on them. So something that I learned was that um, when, like when you're looking at stuff, when your eyes are open, you're taking in all of the information around you, whether you know it or not. It's just that your brain only focuses on what you are actively trying to focus on, which is sometimes why you might not see things in your peripheral or like you might not see words on signs when you're driving um, and things of that nature, but you're still picking it up. Oh, a, a better example is when you're watching the news like CNN or MSNBC and they have all those tickers at the bottom, which are the um, strips of text that just scroll across the screen. So you're taking in all that information, whether you're conscious of it or not. It's all getting put into your brain, which is why it's super important that you're mindful of what you are watching and the information that you're surrounding yourself with. And so it's kind of like that. You're, you're, um, and I guess this goes into the air element too. Um, you're subconsciously taking in those mantras when you do that. So I highly suggest that you start writing your mantras on mirrors. Another way that I use mantras is by turning them into sigils um, or sigils. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I pronounce it sigils, S-I-G-I-L-S. And so my magical bestie, Magical Bree, Magically Bree, actually creates sigils for people. I think if you sign up on her Patreon, you can get a sigil made for you um, out of an intention 
or a power word or whatever you want. And she even has a blog post on how to make them um, in, in her creative way, which is really, really cool. I like to use sigils that, um, I, use, I like to use number charts that deal with planetary influences. And I will choose the planet that most corresponds with the mantra I'm using. And then I will make a sigil from that which I find is super powerful. So, um, excuse me. You know, I find that whenever I make these podcasts, I get really, like, burpy. And I really apologize for that. But, like, it's just... When I started tapping into my spirituality, like, when I started doing tarot readings and channeling and all that stuff, I realized that I would burp a lot, and that's just like one of my quirks. I think I went over this before, um, so excuse me if I'm like um, repeating myself, but I feel like I keep having to explain myself about that because it's kind of gross. But um, yeah, I really like using the planetary charts to make sigils. I find that that is very powerful and very effective. And then once you create them, you can set it and forget it. You can um, draw the sigils and place them all over, all over. You know, make a, a cell phone background, put a uh, drawing on your fridge. You can even take henna, which adds to the earth element. Wow, I just came up with this. Oh, well, I just thought of it. I've done it before actually. But you can use henna or you can use those Bic tattoo markers by uh, Miriam Lumpini, who I love. I love those markers and I love her and I actually do this all the time. I'll make a sigil and then I'll take the markers or I'll take henna and I'll draw them on my body parts, whichever body part that I feel corresponds most with the sigil. So that's like three or four layers of magic right there that you can easily implement. Um, and it's on your body, physical 3D, that's earth. It's a drawing that you created from text, from words, from a thought, and you're using an earthly element, which is henna or a writing utensil, to adhere it to your body, like monumental. Um, so, <laughs> my mind. Um, <laughs> but those are the ways that you can use mantras in the earth element. Now we're moving into the air element, which is my favorite way to use mantras. Um, it's probably the most used elemental way to implement mantras because obviously air is ruled or air rules talking. <laughs> so you can recite your mantras verbally. You can sing your mantras you can record your mantras and play them back to yourself, especially when you are meditating or falling asleep. I actually have an artist that I really like to listen to and her songs are like mantras. Her name is Karen Drucker. I think that last name is spelled D-R-U-C-K-E-R. -E um, people may think her music is a little bit corny, but I love her songs because they are like they're literally just mantras and um 
it's super important that you guys pay attention to the type of music that you listen to. I mean, I love me a good ratchet song, but you gotta understand that every single time you're listening to words and songs and you're also reciting them, you are programming your mind, right? So her music is really great to listen to because you can listen to her songs over and over and over again and you don't have to worry about programming your mind with something that is low vibrational or the opposite of what you're trying to manifest. An example of, of that is um, I love the band Massive Attack or the group Massive Attack and one of their songs has the phrase money root of all evil and I'm just like yo money is not the root of all evil <laughs> so like it really sucks that they would say something like that because I don't believe that so I have to like rebuke that whenever I hear it but her music is super positive she has some songs that are about manifesting money some songs that are about loving yourself songs about being grateful um she even has a song for the um, Hawaiian, the native Hawaiian practice of, I'm about to butcher this, I think it's Hapinipino hop or something like that. Um, it's basically a mantra that goes, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. And you just repeat that over and over and over again. And this is a practice that Native Hawaiian people created um, and it is a mantra and you can use that for healing purposes um, so I really like listening to her music and if you're musically creative and inclined you can make your mantras into songs isn't that cool so those are some airways um, I also like to recite my mantras mentally, like in meditation or whenever I'm doing something that doesn't require much thought or much movement. So sometimes at work, I just like have to be in specific places, not necessarily doing anything. I'm just like standing somewhere and I'll just go through the mantras that I'm trying to integrate into my life and I'll do that uh, mentally or I'll under my breath say them or I'll just mouth them. Um, the final way that I have uh, recite or um, the final way that I have to use mantras with the air element is by using mala beads and this is a combination of the air and earth element because beads are usually made from glass, stone, or wood. And for my mala, I prefer to use wooden beads, which is the traditional way to use them. Excuse me. You can use stone beads. You can use whatever beads you want. You can even um, use a rosary, which is based off of a mala. Um, I mean, I think, I think people use rosaries to count prayers um, but basically for malas you recite your mantra on each bead and as you go 
as you finish the mantra, you go to the next beat and then you recite it and go to the next beat and then recite it. Um, I love using wooden beads for this. I do have a mala that I made from stone beads and I love this mala because I put a lot of thought into it, although I don't use it anymore. It's more for decoration, but I made this mala out of sodalite, um, rutilated quartz, and um, orange goldstone. And so I use the sodalite because sodalite is blue, and so it deals with your third eye and your throat chakra. How perfect is that? The rutilated quartz is um, it's gold rutile on top of that. So gold is con is conductive. Um, it conducts electricity. It is yellow, so it connects to your um, solar plexus chakra, which is your will. And quartz is a magnifier, right? And then the orange goldstone, because orange relates to your sacral chakra, which is your pleasure, your memories, your creativity. Um, and orange goldstone is a man-made stone and it contains copper. Copper is another conductive element and goldstone to me represents your ability to create something out of nothing or to create something beautiful from you know multiple different um, things. So I put a lot of like thought into which crystals I would use to make that mala and I feel as though that mala is like the bomb.com even though I don't really use it anymore. Um, if you're into crystal malas, maybe look into some crystals that have to deal with um, the certain chakras that correspond with your mantras or chakras that correspond with um, creativity, which is your sacral chakra, um, and speaking, which is your throat chakra. And that is all I have for the air elements. And now we're on the last and final element, which is fire. I actually had a little bit of trouble coming up with ways to um, use this element. Um, but actually, as I said, that one just came to me. So um, I'm going to write that down. Okay, here we go. Sorry about that. <laughs> so fire is another really excellent element to use for your mantras because fire is the transformer of things. Um, it gets things going, right? So the first way that I have to use your mantras is to carve them into candles. So you can do this using a chime candle, excuse me, or a pillar candle. Or even if you have a candle that's in a glass and it's like a, a larger candle and you can like really carve into it, you can use a pocket knife or a barbecue skewer or even like a pencil or a pen that you don't really care about to scratch your mantra into the candle. And I love carving things into my candles. Um, that's like one of the first steps that I do when I do candle magic. The next way to use the fire element 
which also combines the earth element is by creating a petition of your mantra, which is basically just writing your mantra out. You can do it the hoodoo way on a brown paper bag and all that good stuff. I won't get into that. It's up to you, but you'll basically just write it on a piece of paper and put your candle on top of it. And this is a cool way too, because then you can use this this petition in several different elements. So you can put it under your candle, let the candle burn out, um, put it, uh, put the piece of paper under your glass jar, let that go through its cycle, and then finally you can bury it. My mind, yo, I'm crazy with it. So um, I love using petitions. Pretty much every time I do candle magic, I write petitions. So yes, I will carve something on a candle and write a petition sometimes. It might be overkill, but you, you can never be too sure sometimes. Um, <laughs> you can never be too prepared either. And the third way, ooh, the third and fourth ways, because I just got another idea, um, is to number one, using the earth element, having your petition written out. You will take like a barbecue tong or fire safe tongs and you will burn your petition. Okay. And as you're watching the petition burn in a fire safe space, so most likely in your kitchen, in the metal sink with a working fire alarm, <laughs> you'll burn it and then you can visualize as it's burning this thing happening to you or for you and then you can wash the ashes down the drain or you can collect the ashes and uh, sorry wash the ashes down the drain that's the water element or you can collect the ashes and bury them in a plant pot or outside that's the earth element or you can collect the ashes and blow them outside into the wind that's the air element or, oh my gosh, you can take the ashes and roll them onto your ritual candle. Yo, my mind is blown right now. How did I just come up with that? Roll them onto your petition or onto your ritual candle. So when you're putting, you're fixing your candle with your oils and herbs and all that stuff, you'll just roll your candle into the ashes or you can sprinkle the ashes onto your candle and then the final way that i have to use your petition is if you like using um the coal discs to like burn resins you can simply put your petition on a coal disc simple Ooh, um another thing that i do sometimes is writing my um, my really short mantras on a bay leaf and then I'll put that onto a coal or I'll set that on fire so yeah fire element is not that hard there's a couple different ways that you can use fire to um, you know make your mantras right um, and then I just came up with another one <laughs> is um, sometimes lighters come in like simple colors so you can take a Sharpie and write your mantra on your Bic lighter. And then every time you flick your Bic, 
you know, you can flick it in a way where you can see your mantra and whatever you're lighting, like your incense or your candle or even your cigarette if you smoke, you will see your mantra and you can just visualize it happening for you. Um, I actually had a friend in high school, her name is Yalom, and she used to like um, make art and like tape it to her Bix. And I remember she made me one. It was this beautiful, like, trippy mural with, like, mushrooms and, like, psychedelic stuff on it. And that's kind of how I got that idea. If you're super creative, then you can um, also do that. And I think that that combines the earth element and the fire element together. Um, like, creating, like, your own little case for your lighter. So that is the fire element. Alright y'all, so that completes this podcast. Um, I did have one bonus way to use mantras. This goes along with the um, water and earth elements and um, maybe even a little bit of fire because it requires um, distillation. Is that the correct word? Distillment, distillation, we'll go with that one. Whenever you're creating your spiritual baths, um, you know, I personally like to take the herbs that I use and speak my intentions into them. So you can speak your mantras into the herbs that you use when you're creating your baths and putting them into the water, or if you like to boil your herbs and then add that into your water. Additionally, you can write your mantra out on a petition paper and put that into the water that you boil or add that paper into your bath. Just make sure that you're using an ink that is non-toxic, obviously, um, and like that you're not allergic to. I feel like I shouldn't have to say that, but I, I also feel like I do. So I really hope that you enjoyed that. Um, I certainly did enjoy sharing the different ways that I use mantras and also um, having different ways kind of just come to me intuitively. Hopefully you found this useful. If you use your mantras in a different way than I described, then be sure to um, share that with me and share it with the world. Um, You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and my website highpriestessj.guru As always, I hope you guys are having a great day and I will talk to y'all later.